The Naughty Mystic with your host, Jenny Benson. Today, we're going to talk about cilantro slash coriander. Now, why do you ask I'm saying it like that? Well, in most of the world, not counting North America, (laughs) at first I thought it was America, but it's actually technically North America. Most of the world, when they use coriander, they are thinking of the entire plant. Here in North America, we break it down into different aspects. The leaves and the stems are considered cilantro, which is a Spanish word for coriander. And then coriander is the dry seeds. Now with cilantro coriander, (laughs) you can eat the entire plant. And with that, there's some kind of unique things with that. So first of all, when you use cilantro leaves and stems, if you're not going to eat them fresh, you're going to have to blanch them and go through that process of blanching them because they're one of those herbs that you can't dry. They just don't have the potency or the taste when you dry them, except for the seeds, of course, are dry when you use that. Now, the taste of cilantro is more of a tangy citrus taste and the coriander seeds are more of a floral citrusy kind of fresh sometimes lemony taste the seeds are used in more of a savory situation there are a percentage out there of people who don't like coriander cilantro because it tastes soapy to them and I looked it up. I I didn't find an actual percentage, but it's actually a gene. And the gene's name, if anyone is that kind of geeked out on nerdy stuff like that, uh, it is called OR6A2. That's a specific gene (laughs) that makes cilantro taste like soap. And there's properties in cilantro... They have the same properties in items that you use for soap making. So to some people, it tastes soapy. So if you don't like cilantro, I get it. If it tastes soapy, I wouldn't want to eat it either. (laughs) A few days ago, the reason I thought about talking about cilantro is because I had some beautiful, what I would call Mexican tacos, what tacos should really taste like. Not... Americanized ones where there's cheeses and tomatoes and lettuce and sour cream. I mean, you know, everything has got its place, right? But what I'm referring to is a beautiful corn tortilla that then is warm slightly, maybe even a little toasted. And then it has a beautiful meat mixture, whether it's steak or pork or chicken or whatever you like. And then cut up onions and some cilantro. Oh, makes my mouth water right now because it's kind of orgasmic. Well, it's not even kind of. It's real orgasmic to me. Since I had that thought a few days ago, I was like, we're going to talk about cilantro. And people really need to know about that. A couple other things that I feel that people need to know or can look into, because of course, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a naturopath. That is not where I'm gifted at. But I do find this to be interesting because cilantro has been historically relevant back into 
they found some things in Sanskrit writings in Egypt. And even in the Old Testament has cilantro, well, coriander, because it actually's root name is coriander. Um, even though I'm a horticulturist, I butcher Latin. Uh, let me see if I can say it properly. It's coriandrum stavidium. stavidium. I might have butchered that to hell, but you'd think I would know Latin. <laughs> But I've butchered it all to hell. So that has been in our life, coriander, uh, the plant in all forms across the world for centuries. It is, you're going to have to look it up for the exact percentages, but there's a high volume of vitamin A in there. There's, there's C, there's, you know, little micronutrients in there or foliate and uh, beta carotene and for those that are on blood thinners there is vitamin k of course so you have to be careful of that with your blood thinners but one of those things that i really had heard rumblings about but then i really was investigating it more for this little quick blip of a podcast episode is that cilantro has been known to be able to help pull out heavy metals out of your system. Now, the only thing is that when I went in to do a little bit more research, I did find an article in the indiatimes.com that not only do you have to have a cilantro, but you have to have, oh my God, another word. I don't know if I'm going to pronounce it correctly. Chlorella. I'll edit this and put in it correctly. <laughs> to pronounce it but they found if you have a because the chloral the one I can't pronounce pronounce correctly is part of a it's an algae so when you combine the cilantro the coriander but I think it's the cilantro part the, the leaves and the stems if you blend that with the algae and you eat it uh they have found that it combines and interacts and binds with the heavy metals and allows you to detox quicker and there have been studies that you can do heavy metal detoxing within three months now heavy metals are in different areas of our lives whether it's dentist you know dental work or that there's lead paint in different areas I can't think of any of the other heavy metals at the moment, but if you need to detox, this may be an avenue that's more natural. Again, I'm not a naturopath or a doctor, but these are avenues that you could actually check out for yourself. But like I said, I really enjoy cilantro in my Mexican dishes. I love it. I don't know if I use a lot of coriander in other uh, meal prep. I know that they use coriander a lot in many of the the Asian European dishes. So most of the world really uses it. But yes, cilantro has really many health benefits. I even posted a article on the Naughty Mystic Facebook page um, that has more information about like the the health benefits in different ways that is and how it's helping with brain function, how it's helping with um, epileptic seizures, how it's helping with diabetes, health, heart, all that stuff. So 
again, I've already posted that. And hopefully you'll be intrigued or interested as long as cilantro doesn't taste soapy to you. <laughs> Enjoy finding out more about cilantro in your meals. 